God damn it. Hi, welcome to our first live stream. <gasps> oh no, what have I done? <laughs> so what movie are we doing? View to a kill? We got a question from Bart Bright 124. Hail Bart Bright. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Bart Bright? <laughs> Bright Bart, babe. It's called Bright, Bright, Bright Bart. Bart. Fuck. Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> See, I know my racism. <laughs> Aren't you? Uh, you don't know the old, the old, um, you don't know a magazine that you yourself subscribe to? Illustrated Sports. <laughs> Biggins? <laughs> Lexia Dis? Wait, Steve, are you telling me that Biggins is racist now? <laughs> it's called Uns Big. <laughs> Zoom right over my head. Yeah. Did you never watch Married with Children? Oh, because oh, no. Brandon oh. doesn't know about Biggins. doesn't <laughs> know what Biggins are. He's I'm... sponsored by Pornhub, thanks to Neil Breen. But... <laughs> yes. In Married with Children, the basically yeah. version of Maxim Guys, that Al subscribes to is called Biggins. I just want to say, I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you did it. I can't, I can't believe. I just can't believe it. I, I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you, you committed face, suicide. Brendan. Fuck you. Fuck I you can't believe face. you committed suicide. I can't hey. believe you just fucked yourself in the face. Well, face. I can't help you out of this one, Jim. I'm sorry. Oh my god! I, get I cannot emotional. control the timbre or the volume of my voice. Oh my god! I'm Would you like the, some coffee? The, I'm the, pissy. But the best part of that is there's a couple scenes where like the husband legitimately like looks at the camera like, "Are we still rolling?" <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that movie! Fuck that movie! What movie are we doing? Faithful Findings. Uh, Let's go. What are, What are we doing? Oh, that's right. We're doing a good one. That's right, the ghost of Mrs. Mayor. Yeah. Got that trailer? Yeah, I'm working on it now. <laughs> they even know what that was in 1947? Hello, the year's 1947. Germany's in a real pickle after a WW2. I think this is the trailer. Before this appeared, 20th Century Fox had bought this story and made elaborate plans for it. Because of its gay adventure. What? Yep. Yep. Sold. <laughs> Sold on gay adventurous semen. Century Fox had bought this story and made elaborate plans for it. Because of its gay, adventurous, romantic, and entirely different qualities, it was decided to make it one of the top pictures of the year. Gene Tierney, star of The Razor's Edge, Leave Her to Heaven, and Laura, was chosen for the coveted role of Lucy Muir. Rex Harrison, who scored an instantaneous hit as the king in Anna and the King of Siam, was selected to play the robust, Gruff and hearty Captain Gray. George Sanders appears as the amorous interloper, Miles Fairley. I never frightened little girls into fits. But think of the bad language she'd learn and the morals. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. And as for me morals, I lived a man's life and I'm not ashamed of it. 
But I can assure you no woman's ever been the worse for knowing me. And I'd like to know how many mealy-mouthed blue noses can say the same. She's much too young to see ghosts. Very well. I'll make a bargain with you. Leave my bedroom as it is, and I'll promise not to go into any other room in the house. And your brat need never know anything about me. But if you keep the best bedroom, where should I sleep? In the best bedroom. I'm only here now because I followed you back. So you may have my appointment for which you are just in time. That's very good of you, but I'm afraid I can't accept Now, my dear young woman, if you will set your book of social graces aside just long enough to seize an opportunity that you want very much by merely indulging a small, natural, selfish instinct. Without doubt, sir, you are the most forward gentleman I have ever encountered. You should have pushed him out of the cab. In another minute, I would have. Why, Daniel, I believe you're jealous. Of course I'm not jealous. You take me for a blasted schoolboy. Besides, jealous is a disease of the flesh. gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything, everything i learned from movies and tonight oh tonight ah uh, we live a man's life and we're not ashamed of it i'm so happy steve's favorite line ended up in the trailer <laughs> <laughs> uh it's 1947's the ghost and mrs muir hold on this is a good movie steve <laughs> but we are starting ghostuary it's true! This is actually one of my mother's favorite movies of all time. Indeed. Right up there with a the boy and his dog. <laughs> oh, uh, but we are not alone to discuss this wonderful movie. <gasps> are there g- 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 ghosts? <laughs> yes, we are joined by the spirit of Brendan from the What Were They Thinking podcast. Welcome, Brendan! <laughs> That's right, he's dead after I killed him for making us watch Fateful Findings. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're still not forgiven! <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. I'm excited to talk about Waterworld starring Kevin Costner. Ooh. Ooh fun fact. Cause super fun fact because it's a fun, fun fact. We're mm-hmm. talking about a different movie. Ooh, okay. Uh, give me a second. Okay, <laughs> now I, I've watched the movie now. I totally thought you would have gone for the easy <laughs> one, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Uh, <laughs> Don't even know what that is. Oh, Don Knotts? Come on, bro. No, sorry. Coming next week! Oh, damn it. We're gonna have to educate the public. All these youngins. See, this is exactly why we're doing Ghostuary. We're not going with obvious ones like, you know, Ghost. Ghost? Sorry, what? (laughs) Which is kind of the same premise? No. (laughs) No, that is a much creepier movie. You lost that love and fear. At least Daniel has the balls to say he's going to haunt her and watch her undress in his bedroom. But he possesses Whoopi. You know what? The Ghost of Mrs. Mirror, 1947. You possess Whoopi every night, so. There is land. I have seen it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the Mariner is played by Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Um, Gene Triplehorn, uh, Dennis Hopper's in this thing. Um, 
It's really about all I remember. The dude with the big poofy hair. It cost a lot of money and didn't make a lot. The end. (laughs) Uh, But yes, The Ghost of Mrs. Muir. From the director, Joseph L. Mankiewicz. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, He made such incredible movies as this. All About Steve. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. All About Eve. Yeah, my uh, one of my favorite movies. Yep, Black Caesar. Wait, hold on. Julius Caesar. Ah. Barefoot Contessa. You know the one that's on Travel Channel, apparently. Yeah. Uh, guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. Wait, is that the one that? Guys uh, and dolls. Is that the one that Vin Diesel wanted to uh, remake? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Uh, perfect. He also directed Cleopatra. Ooh. Uh, I think that's the one starring Beyonce. that is uh one of the infamous box office bombs of all time Ooh, (laughs) yeah i think is that that the one with uh, liz taylor liz taylor and richard burton oh yeah that was a um that was a flop liz taylor and husband number four (laughs) that's an interesting tidbit tidbit an interesting tidbit because it's a super interesting tidbit because it's a tidbit that's interesting thank you very much You know what? You guys ripped me off, so I don't even care. Um, I think you made a time machine and ripped us off. Well, and I think the last movie I have listed that he did was Honey. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. The Honey Pot. Oh, oh I was going to say the Jessica Alba movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was his swan song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this movie was also written by Philip Dunn, who wrote... All right. Just assume all these are the old ones. Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, 1934. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last of the Mohicans, yeah, Woo! 1936 though, so I haven't mm-hmm. seen that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, mm-hmm. David and Bathsheba, Ooh. Ten North Frederick, and honestly, one of my favorite, other favorite old movies that might be coming up. Yeah, The Agony and the Ecstasy. Ooh, yeah, you want to watch Rex Harrison and Charlton yeah. Heston out macho each other? Yeah. yeah. That movie does absolutely does not get the credit that it's due. <laughs> Charlton Heston plays Michelangelo. Wait, wait. One of the most conceited <laughs> actors that ever lived plays one of the most conceited artists who ever lived? Yep. Sold. And Rex Harrison is the other guy. <laughs> so. Sold. Yeah. Based on a novel by Dick. Dick! Uh, I'm sorry. R.A. Dick. <laughs> R.A. Dick. But it's a it's a pseudonym for Josephine Leslie. We'll find out more about her later, though. Actually, all I have wait, wait. A is that's her pseudonym. Wrote a novel about a woman wanting to write a novel and not being able to be published under a woman's name, so publishing it under a man's name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but then she published that that novel about a woman publishing a novel under a man's name under a man's name, so she could be taken seriously. Yes, it's novelception. <laughs> My eyes are forever crossed. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Jean, as the trailer mentioned, Gene Tierney plays Lucy Mir, Rex Harrison as Captain Daniel Gregg, and of course, George Sanders as Miles Fairley. George Sanders we also saw in a movie yesterday. Yeah! Uh, if you've seen The Girl from Rio on Riff Tracks, <laughs> George he's Sanders... Also in, he's also in All About Eve! Ooh, yes. Uh, I, I knew him as the voice of Cher Khan. Yeah! <laughs> that, that was like how I was like, wait. This guy has to be in something else I've seen. <laughs> this guy sounds familiar. In All About Eve, he's like a super snarky, uh, pa- almost like paparazzi journalist. Uh, and he is delightfully slimy. Is he the one following Sandra Bullock the whole time? <sighs> you need to leave. 
Uh, but yes, yeah, this is a really great movie. Um, so we should start out properly, Steve, for screen on country. What about foreskin and cut rag? <laughs> Not till Wicker Man, guys. Come on. Yeah. So what number was this on the BFI list? Well, you know what? You could probably make a case for it. I'm gonna go ahead and argue for it. This is a great movie. You could. This is like of all the times you joke and say this is number blah, 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 on the BFI. You could legitimately make a case for because I believe this movie is British. Oh, is it? I, well, why is it I not mean, on the list? It's ten times better than I don't know the English Patient. Or, well, that yes. Where are some of the other shit ones you've talked about on that podcast? Doctor Zhivago. Um, <laughs> oh, I like Doctor Zhivago. Yeah, Zhivago's all right. It, it can make not a the, list of a hundred. <laughs> Let's put the remake on there, right, guys? Yeah. False. Wait, what? For that Kira Knightley side boob. Oh, Woo! when she was like 15. <laughs> I'm going to choose not to hear that. But... So, again, I'm going to post the question. If you know a girl grows up to be a hot adult, are you allowed to thap it to her in a movie mm, when no. while she's still a Wait, minor? Are you talking about the no, Jennifer no, Conley no, paradox? No, 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 no. Because the answer is more later. <laughs> Brandon, is this your first time watching the movie? First time. Had you even heard of this movie until we brought it up? Never heard of it. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah, Steve, this is why I, we're doing this movie is, I don't think most people have even heard of this movie. Yeah, I, I didn't until you told me about it. And then you were like, oh, yeah, it's about this girl. She falls in love with a ghost. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and yet, yet the premise is a, la- a widow falls in love with the ghost of a sea captain in a house she rents. A seaman. Guys, I just, want to, I just want to point out, before the plot even gets started, <laughs> during the opening credits, we're seeing, like, the water, right? Like, the the, yeah. the, the, the shore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I got a really dark of laugh Devon, out of seeing the credit for uh, Natalie Wood. Yes, yes, <laughs> that got me off guard, too, and I was instantly like, wait a minute. Oh, oh she's the little girl in this one. Oh, okay. They found her! She's in the water! <laughs> Ah, uh, time machines. <laughs> uh, but the one thing I noticed during the credits, besides, you know, the beautiful waves lapping and Natalie Wood, uh, the sound is by Roger He-Man. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. His name is He-Man. His name is Roger, and his last name is Heeman. <laughs> I'm sure it's pronounced Heeman. Like semen. Yes. Yeah. Are you guys not drinking? Oh, yeah. oh shit, we have a beer. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. This show. Sorry, this is like our second recording of the day, so Whoa. we're a little off base. Hey, uh, listeners, don't worry, I'm keeping them in check. It's okay, though, you know why? Because I have a beer this time. Do you? I do. Uh, to keep in line Who's he, with, Steve? The, with the. Go- <laughs> to keep in line with the golden age of cinema that we'll be talking about, uh, from Squatters Craft Beers. We have Hell's Keep and a Belgian-style golden ale. Ooh. And there is some sort of picture of, like, a pagan (laughs) goat god on this thing. Yeah, Hell's Keep! Goody muffins! Hell's Keep is a complex and refreshing Belgian beer experience. Unique flavors and aromas created during fermentation, along with bold carbonation, produce this devilishly delicious Belgian-style golden ale. Oh shit, 7.75% alcohol by volume. A man's beer, if you will. That's a torpedo, babe. Yeah. You've been in Utah too long already. Well, <laughs> you get excited about a 7% it's, it's beer. It's double the previous legal limit, so. <laughs> oh, we moved here and they raised the alcohol limit. 
just for us. That's right. They're like, well, what's the point? <laughs> they're like, well, they're just going to drink it anyway, so might as well buy it here instead of going to Nevada or is it Wyoming? Yes, or Idaho <laughs> or literally any other state around here. No, but where's the place in Wyoming where you went for good beer? I did not transport beer over state no, borders because that would, that would be, be some sort of But if you crime? were to go across state borders to purchase a, a beverage and enjoy it there, where would you have gone? I mean, you can go to Evanston. <laughs> Allow me to pop my top, madam. Oh! My top. Ah, oh, he said it! Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> And Brendan's done. <laughs> and the poor, of which I do. Oh, ah. yeah. Ooh, super clear beer. Yeah. Yeah, this beer, like, is gorgeous. You could read a book through it. I can see our Christmas tree through it. And it's uh, it's got a beautiful light golden color. Mmm, very malty aroma. Ooh, you definitely get that, uh... That Belgian yeast off of oh, it. Oh, wow, yeah. It's got that uh, that great clove, banana, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's not the most flattering way to say it, but there's like almost like a sweaty aroma. There, there is a little sting mm. to it, yeah, yeah. It's got, it gets a little funk that sort of smells like sweat, but like in a good way? Like a... Like, not like B.O., but like... like it it kind of tastes like JCVD's tights would taste. Like just a little bit of oh, that Belgian essence. Oh, oh, hmm, gross. Oh, and I'm done. <laughs> Brendan, do you have a beverage? I have some coffee. Coffee? Mm-hmm. What, do you got to work in the morning? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what it kind is of a delightful coffee? aroma. I don't remember the name of the coffee, but it is wonderful, and there is nothing in it because I drink my coffee black. Whoa, that's Ooh. the man. As coffee should be drank. Mm-hmm. I like my coffee right about Halle Berry Brown. <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of cream and regret (laughs) i like my coffee like i like my tables that i set my yeti microphone on black i like my coffee like i like my cat women (laughs) pale and possibly watered down i thought you were gonna say how do you like your eggs babe unfertilized (laughs) well guys it's like they say dry land is not just our destination it is our destiny (laughs) <laughs> as the Mariner, played by Kevin Costner, once said. Speaking so of seamen, right. let's get on with this. Yeah. So we transport to London at the turn of the century, 1999. Prince is climbing up the charts once again. Nice. <laughs> Wait, was that... Oh, it's supposed to be 1899 or 1899. Oh, that would explain the fashion choices. Okay. So All right. Bonnets weren't big in Prince's time. Although <laughs> not as big, <laughs> I mean, like physically, they were smaller. They were still very popular. <laughs> <laughs> Mini bonnets after the Great Bonnet Famine of nineteen diggity two. Kaiser stole the word twenty, so we had to use diggity. <laughs> they made smaller ones called buddy bonnets. <laughs> we all had to give half our bonnets to the war effort. <laughs> Sign of a small bonnet was a sign of a patriot. Wait, I'm sorry, which war was that? You know damn well which war. The war of 99 in South Singapore. The Cola Wars. What did you just say? The the, the Cola Wars? I thought you said the Color Wars. 
Color wars! I was on Team Green. We lost terribly. Much like the Lions. <laughs> Thought you were going a completely different direction with that. <laughs> so we meet a young widow who's been widowed over a year. Her name is Lucy. And uh, she's uh, moving on with her life. She's uh, she's about ready to get back in the game. And, yeah. You know, make a life for herself. Oh, um, her mother and her sister do not agree with this. Yes, well, she should live it? the life of a grieving widow in her mother's basement, <laughs> sending hand-typed letters about government conspiracies to newspapers. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was her. Uh, I thought it was her um, husband's mother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was her in-laws. Sorry, yeah. her in-laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, because I thought that the, that it was her pa- like mom and sister at the beginning too. But then I'm like, they don't really have a good relationship. And then later they say in-laws, and I'm like. Oh, got it. But yeah, so she's moving out. She's basically like, well, I got this, you know, uh, the the these dividends from his investments and blah blah blah. And so I'm gonna get a nice little. I'm thinking about moving to the seaside. So uh, she goes to meet with the real estate guy and picks a remote cottage out in seaside that's been vacant for four years. Oh, ma'am, you don't want this cottage. It won't suit you at all. It won't suit you at all. Also, I have a quick question. Why are we trying to do this with, like, proper British accents? Is it because we watched this movie? Because we watched this movie. Everybody's got a proper British accent. Steve, I don't know what you're talking about, but I find it rather disturbing that you brought it up. More later. (laughs) Please have another monkey puzzle tree. (laughs) Yes, the monkey puzzle. Yeah. (laughs) That's coming up later. Uh, But yeah, so so we go in the house, um, and there's a painting on the wall of Captain Greg. Steve, this is the point in the movie where I turned to Steve and I said, if I find a painting of an old sailor at the thrift store, should I buy it? And Steve like, absolutely. said, fuck, yes. Absolutely. The, the creepier, less, the better. The creepier and the less we know about him, the better. <laughs> were, you, were you guys surprised that at no point, I mean, I guess you guys have seen this movie before, but I was surprised that uh, at no point during the movie did the eyes on the painting move? Right? Uh, well, they don't go for g- gimmicks like that in this. Yeah, no, but I, I, I you know, it's kind of a, a trope uh, of these kinds of movies. I, I was surprised. Yeah, well, yeah. well, this is obviously a horror movie, so. No, uh, no yes. what, what I was trying to get is like, okay, so there's like scenes where like you see through the doorway that's like a dark room and then a light like hits the painting and it looks like there's somebody in that room and it's Rex Harrison. But then they like flip on the light or whatever and and it's like, oh, it's just the painting. But I was trying to like figure out like wait is that really Rick's Harrison standing in there like because it's it really has some depth to it like it's not really just the painting. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. get into a little of the movie, movie magic. I think for those scenes they did have him standing there because okay. I think because th- the effect I think is supposed to be like oh my god there's somebody in the room and then you turn around it's like oh it's just this as she says uh, poor portrait of you. It's <laughs> not even supposed to be that good a portrait of him. But sort of in the dark, just slightly illuminated, she keeps catching glimpses of him. Yeah. Because it turns okay. out, there's a ghost! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, so so the real estate guy's, like, showing her around the house. And he's trying to do it, like, pretty quickly. Like, he's like, yeah, oh, he's yeah, like, let's he, check out this room now. Oh, hey. look, this place is all, all dilapidated. You don't want this at all. And then they get to the best room in the house, where it's like a... I, I didn't notice a bed in that room, but I know she, like, falls asleep in the chair a couple of times. But there's, like, the telescope in the room overlooking the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they're in there, and she's checking out the telescope, and all of a sudden there's an evil laugh. <laughs> and the real estate guy runs off. <laughs> and of course she's like, where are you going? It's just a little laugh. What, what was that? I'm sure it was just the wind. 
that this movie handles ghosts in such a British way. Like, everyone's just kind of like, oh, well, I suppose it's haunted, but I have to deal with it, I guess. <laughs> How magnificent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, oh, it's haunted. I love it. I'll take it. And the guy's like, no, really, you probably shouldn't be out here. I mean, like, there's a ghost in here, and, and you're just a woman. It's out in the middle of nowhere, and, and the and the last guy who was in here committed suicide, and that's probably the ghost that's there. And it's like, oh, bother. I'm just <laughs> going to have to stay here anyway. Right? <laughs> Fetch my daughter and maid, would you? <laughs> the, the most 1947 moment of the movie, too, is how she's like, suicide, how cowardly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of like, oh, well, yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> In. Oh, by the way, oh, we haven't uh, talked about Martha. The, oh, yes, the live-in, the live-in, live uh, or not live-in, sorry, the maid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, this is where we find out that she's the uh, the youngest of 11 in her family. Which, I had a combination of, so Steve, is she either your mother, or is she, uh, was it Biddy from Disenchantment? <laughs> it must be Biddy from Disenchantment, because, uh... <laughs> Let's see, my mom was the fifth of 17, so number 11 would have been, uh, Mark? No, no, Mark's no, not Me! Mark's it was me! Faye? Or is she older, too? No, probably like Karen. I think Karen might have been 11th. Like the fourth. You don't even don't... know the birth order of your aunts and uncles? No, I don't, because <laughs> ain't you... nobody got time for that shit. <laughs> Did you lose track after six? I, I know the last <laughs> who the last four are, because they were boys. And, and they were your age? <laughs> yeah, they were like five years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. So yeah, so Martha's the the youngest of eleven. She mentions, and I thought mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> "That's cute." She owns a beautiful vineyard. Yes. Wait. <laughs> then why is she also a maid? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, in the middle of her workday, Lucy's uh, mentioned that she had a busy day. I don't know, walking outside for a couple of minutes. So uh, she uh, sets her a nice little. Uh, Sets her up for a nice little nap in the the, the telescope oh, room. I've had such a rough time walking by the sea. Would you mind just setting this up? Yes, yes. Do you mind if I uh, pop out for a minute and bury my third, my my third youngest? Only if you cook dinner as well. Oh, I'll be back by then. Don't worry, it'll be quick. Excellent. I'll see you in an hour. And then four p.m. It chimes on the clock, and Captain Greg appears, the ghost. <laughs> Excellent. Rape ghost. <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> you sounded like a combination of like you sounded. You threw a little bit of uh, uh, Scooby Doo in there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that made it one hundred times more disturbing. Rape ghost. Everybody, keep an eye out for that Scoob movie coming out later this year. So you haven't heard our pillow talk? <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the mystery of the rape ghost. <laughs> also known as the, uh, was it, Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the, she had it coming. Wait, what? They canceled wow. the project? <laughs> Scooby-Doo, colon, it was a different time. <laughs> So anyway, an hour passes, and it's uh, 5 p.m. Um, and the, That is an hour after 4 p.m., that's correct. That's correct, yes. And uh, Lucy wakes up, and the door's been opened. <gasps> the door to the balcony. Ooh. Fluttering in the wind. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Sorry, I, like, <laughs> I shoot you. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah, so she uh, goes on to have some dinner or whatever. 
And then later that night, uh, she she calls him out, goes back in the room, and is like, I know you're here. If you're a ghost, you should just appear yourself and stop being such a tossy little tosser. Or something like that. Hmm. And then uh, he was like, "Light the candle, madam." No, that's uh, that's in the kitchen. She's making oh, the kitchen. A pot that's of tea, right. That's right. And all the lights blow out, so she sends her daughter to bed, and she decides yeah, to right. make herself her mid- her evening tea. And yeah, and then uh, and she was like, you, "Are you such a coward? You're just going to stand around and scare women and little girls? Show yourself! Light the candle, madam. You can't tell me <laughs> what to do, but I'm going to light it anyway." Aha! Oh shit! There's a man in my house. <laughs> and what a man he is! <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie because she is she has given him no slack. She is sassy as fuck. Her yeah. husband is dead, and she doesn't give a shit. And I love Rex Harrison because oh, he is just... me as a ghost. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, I. Oh have questions <laughs> no rex harrison is steve as a ghost if you think brennan if you think if something happened to steve tomorrow he wouldn't come haunt your ass exactly like this <laughs> calling you do Lucia not and... watch me sleep in a chair please steve <laughs> oh brenda just sleep away i'll just be right here in the corner protecting you <laughs> it's okay. normal for pants for for ghosts not to wear pants. <laughs> pants, oh boy, pants okay. are expensive in the afterlife. Just ask the Ghostbusters. All right, so we find out that Captain Greg, I didn't commit suicide. I went to sleep with the gas heater on. He accidentally kicked that damn heater with his foot. It's all a bunch of bullshit. His cousin made it all up. And then, and of course, she's like, "Well, well, then, why do you haunt them? Because I have plans for this place." Yeah, he wants to. What does he want to do with it, Steve? He, he wants to turn it to a home for retired seamen. <laughs> and I could not stop laughing for a good forty-five seconds after he said that. And I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" Um, my favorite uh, line that he said right before this was, "You're not a bad-looking woman, especially when you're asleep." Yes. Yeah. Uh, followed by women are such fools. <laughs> like you of all people should not be judging my foolishness or something. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Gar. Like I said, she... <laughs> don't don't turn me words back on me. <laughs> he he gives it to her and she hands it right back to him. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, even when she starts like crying and stuff, he's like, all right, all right, belay that crying. We got plans here. <laughs> They they kind of they kind of have the energy of like a, like a Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn kind of duo. Yeah. yeah, or the Nick and Nora, the Thin Man. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, Thin that, Man, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that must be why I love this movie because I love that that kind of back yeah. and forth. <laughs> ah, you old coot. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart is that? No. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, I'm just sporting a massive hog. I wasn't in this movie because they couldn't get the, the the aspect ratio wide enough for my huge dong. <laughs> yes, but they got all of my massiveness in there. No shame. Oh, sorry about that, folks. I gotta go. <laughs> the uh, blood is leaving my head again. <laughs> well, he just took out of here. He, he took off quickly, just dragging it behind him. There he goes. <laughs> I gotta see Mariah at the meeting. <laughs> What is it, Giant Dicks Anonymous? <laughs> well, obviously not that anonymous. <laughs> John oh, Hamm, what are you doing here? Fosbender? I only, 
I thought you were doing another X Men movie. I only had one leg. <laughs> All the pogo stick they used to call me. I gotta go visit my son Patrick now. <laughs> Hello, father. <laughs> So, all right, so... <laughs> what is happening? What's Every happening? time. Every time. All right, so, uh, yeah, this is where we get my favorite line the whole movie, where uh, he's like, uh, yeah, they're, they're talking about, like, uh, oh, yeah, she she's only had the husband, and uh, that that's it. She's very virtuous, and he's like, I live the man's life. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. Oh, when, and when and I, I died, think... many women mourned my my passing. Yeah. No, no one, no one uh, was worse for wear for meeting me. That's right. <laughs> no complaints over here. I thought of some more foreign ladies I've snogged. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken three international brides and sired who knows how many children. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they 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 basically reach an agreement where it's like, all right, I, I tell you what. Uh, we'll live in the house here and we'll keep it up to snuff and you just stay away from my daughter. And of course he's like, all right, but you take that painting and you put it in your bedroom, goddammit. Yes, keep my bedroom as it was, except for my massive portrait. Put that in there too, and it's the only room I'll stay in. I want to watch you while you sleep. <laughs> but if you take the best room, where will I sleep? The best room. Oh. Yes. Now you're I have no it. need. I have no need for the human flesh. Sorry, I'm slowly morphing into Sean Connery. <laughs> you know what? Oh, Sean don't Connery worry, would've... we'll be we'll be recasting this later. So uh, keep it up, buddy. All right. So the next day, uh, oh, that, oh, that's right. Wait, 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 wait. That's right. The first night, she's like undressing and she's like watching the painting. Like, uh, is he watching me? Nah, probably not. I'll just change over here. Do, 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 do. Go to sleep. <laughs> and he says. Don't let nobody tell you anything's wrong with your figure. <laughs> but yeah. well, that's yeah. after she throws the blanket over the painting, and then he goes, don't let anyone say there's anything wrong with your figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a delightful pervo. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of ghost I would end up with. <laughs> or husband. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the the next day, or I don't know, time passes. Uh, she's talking with him about uh, what's what's with this monkey puzzle tree outside of the yard, out in the yard here. It blocks her view of the ocean. <laughs> Madam, I brought that back here many years ago. He, he's know, like, he? no, I. Why did you plant it right there? Because I wanted a monkey monkey puzzle tree right there. <laughs> yeah, he gets all pissed because she had it taken down. Spoiler alert! Oh, sorry, we're not at that point. <laughs> oh, but, but she, yeah, she replaces it with roses or something, right? Or she thinks it would be better with roses. Right. Mm. That Nemeth woman, I wanted a monkey puzzle tree. <laughs> yes, quite easy. That's a, that's a great point, Izzy. Yes, quite right. Goddamn monkeys in my goddamn house. <laughs> <laughs> well, Izzy, if you have a monkey puzzle tree, they'll be outside, busy with the monkey puzzle, so they won't be in your house. We live in zone four. You think I can grow a goddamn monkey puzzle tree here? Not with that attitude. Yeah, no, and not with two feet of snow on the ground already. (laughs) Just make it work. Make it work. (laughs) Sorry, my Tim Gunn. (laughs) I was going to say, that's definitely like a TLC thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girls, make it work. Make it work. 
All right, so they start talking about their past loves. Fashion and... forward. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail? <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> By the way, every time I go to the mailbox, I tell Izzy that. He does! Because I was going to go check the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. So anyway. Uh. Our our relationship is 97% verbal memes. Every episode, we learn more and more about the uh, essence of your relationship. And I get more and more, more and more confused about several things. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, yeah, so they started talking about their past loves, and uh, basically Lucy talks about her uh, ex-husband, uh, Edwin. Was Edwin or Edward? I couldn't quite tell. Edwin Fitzgerald, yes. Oh, yes, Edwin Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically we just get the idea that, oh, yeah, he was just kind of convenient. And yeah. like she never really loved her. It was just kind of like, well, you know, you get married, and that's kind of how it happens. Yes, yes, your mother sets you up with the rich boy down the street. He doesn't really have any other offers. You have a child eventually. It happens. Ah, so you've never seen the world. Never experienced the passion, the thrills of the of Central Asia. Oh my, I could tell you about some of the lady boys there. Wait, what? <laughs> lady boys? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Go on. <laughs> And then I have written down that he uh, quotes keys to uh, hashtag secure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as is tradition. Um, and then I've written down, take a shot for every time he says semen. Yeah, he goes on a semen diatribe. <laughs> <laughs> I was born a semen. I lived as a semen. I will die a semen. And semen will surround me in my afterlife. That's why I want to make this a house for semen. They live a semen's life. And they deserve to retire in a semen's death. Semen. <laughs> the other, other white meat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then her in-laws come to visit, just, you know, to check on her, make sure they can't, uh, I don't know, take the house or something. Uh, but they have terrible news. <gasps> She's no longer getting her dividends to pay for the house. What? I know, apparently uh, the company he invested it in is no longer doing that, and so it's like... Well, shit, then I guess you have no money. Oh, no. You'll have to come back and live with us and we'll raise your daughter in a proper fashion instead of out here in the fresh open air around all these semen. Tell these cunts to shove off. What? <laughs> I will not. I was surprised at that language in a 1947 film. <laughs> right? It was very out of nowhere. No, yeah, yeah, it is a lot more proper than that. But yeah, basically, I won't lie. Like, I do like the, how they have him curse without cursing, though. Yeah, semen. No way. <laughs> like they make it sound like he's saying bad things, even though he's just saying like "dagnamit." <laughs> Confound it! Dagnamit and curses. Yeah, it's very um, oh god, Johnny Dangerously. Yes. <laughs> it also kind of reminded me of um, that Simpsons joke where uh, he tells Bart to stop speaking like an 1890s prospector. <laughs> And he's like, all right, concern it. Concern it. There's gold in them hills. Gold. How dare you talk about my forefathers that way, those 49ers. Jesus, four of them. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother must have been a huge. Oh, no, no. It was raised by four men. Oh, gotcha. Who were in a... Poly, poly, polyamorous. polyamorous, but monogamous relationship. I watched too much BoJack Horseman. 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, yeah, basically uh, the the, uh, the in laws can't see the captain, but he's basically like, uh, you know what? Tell them to get out of here. We'll we'll figure something out. It'll be all right. You tell your in laws to eat a bag of dicks. I'll take care of you. We'll figure something out. God darn it. Dagnabbit. And then, like, as they're like walking away, like maybe we should try to tell them again. And he like grabs them by the fucking ears or something right. and pulls them out the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told those old biddies to get out of my house. <laughs> They're already stinking it up. And no. I do like where he's like, maybe I should just let you get thrown out. Well, then I guess someone else will just end up renting this place, and I think I like you more than I'll like anyone else, so... Definitely like watching you sleep, Ma. Uh, so then uh, the uh, real estate guy, uh, Coombs or something like that, um, he pulls up in the car and... <laughs> And he's basically like, well, uh, Miss, Miss, Miss Lucy, um, I, uh, I, I thought maybe you could uh, use a mail company out here. And then, babe, what happens? Uh, pretty much he gets thrown back in his car, or no, his car takes off and goes backwards <laughs> down the hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Captain Greg goes fast and furious on yeah. that car and starts taking it along the sidelines. Yeah, taking it along the coast and, uh, yeah, chases them off. But he has a brilliant idea. You are going to write a book. A book? I don't know how to write a book. Uh, I can tell you how. It's easy as pie. It will be a novel of my, my stories on the high seas. An oh. unvarnished view of my life. Unvarnished? My dear. Yes. I suppose you're going to talk about monkey puzzle trees and the such. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> By the way, watching this movie every time is like, I think I need to read more, like, I think I need to read more book about semen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've written down a, an idea of Smut Hub, where it's like all the erotic fiction in one site. That's <laughs> right. I have this idea. I would like to have all the erotic fiction in one spot, like a library for erotic hey. fiction, but so- we're going to call it... Smut hub. You might call it a, a central hub for which these erotic fan fictions are are traded here at the turn think, of the century. Would, um, do you do you think people would all get together in one spot? Like they wouldn't read it in front of each other, would they? Oh no. Someone will read it for them in front of a crowd. Ooh, with their blankets covering they... certain regions. If you, you know what? Perhaps if we like publish it as a book, they could take it home and read it in the privacy of their own home, and then they could come back for more because then they would be used to having it. Mayhaps. <laughs> you know how easy it is to get a lady wet when you're right by a bodily body of water. <laughs> <laughs> back to rape ghost. Rape bro, it's the rape ghost. So then we cut to, I, I assume, like, halfway through this novelization of his life. And she's basically like, I don't know if I would use that word in this literature. I was like, what do you mean? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, yes, but, you know, proper... Like, madam, I'm just telling you the tales of me maturing at an early age. This is when I was 16. I was already a man by then. <laughs> Leave the guts in. <laughs> That's right. They wrote uh, that book very quickly, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was like, cut to the next scene, and we're done. <laughs> and the end. Oh, no, 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 they're not done, because there's also the scene where she takes a walk by the beach and is like, but I'm so tired. And he's like, well, we're almost done. We only got one chapter left. <laughs> Let's call this one Splash Zone. <laughs> 
but yeah, so so they, they finished the book and uh, she, you know, it's finalized and is like ready to take it to the publisher. But then uh, she also has a realization like, well, uh, so, so what's to become of us? What do you mean, madam? Well, I mean, you're a ghost and I'm not. And a woman has needs. <laughs> sometimes you just need a little, you know, mm, indeed. Well, you should probably go out there and find a real, a real hot beat to hop on, and uh, <laughs> you shan't care for my ghost dick. Does it? it shall bring you no pleasure, ma'am. <laughs> the pleasure shall be all mine. <laughs> I'll feel. I will merely feel the warmth of your breath on the back of my neck. <laughs> I like to do the weird things. Don't These worry are... about the back of the neck thing. These are our ghost adventures. <laughs> I like the idea of him going, these are our ghost adventures, looking right at the camera, and then a curtain draws. (laughs) (laughs) End scene. Um, So she she goes to the publisher, and she's basically like, hey, I got a book to talk to Mr. Fuck, what was his name? Stuber or something like that? Um, Stuber, yeah. Kumail Nanjani's character from Stuber. Yes, yes, Stuber. Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, I talk to the publisher and like, well, do you have an appointment? Well, no, but I've come all the way from Whitecliff. Could you please fit me in? And like, no, no, he's not seeing nobody. Not now, not ever. And I'll sound like that. <laughs> Sproul! I was close. Sproul. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. That's the name mm-hmm. of the publisher, everybody. But uh, luckily, there's a, a guy who's the voice of Shere Khan there who's like, oh, well. You know, you could take my place if you'd, uh, I don't know, just come have coffee with me later or something. Yes. I, I don't know, whatever. Yes. Yes, what, what, what are you writing there, milady? A cookbook? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, there's so much condescension in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A cookbook? Maybe maybe how to knit a sweater or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> per- perhaps have- a roadmap to your kitchen. <laughs> Every housewife has been writing some sort of novel about how she's gonna fuck the milkman, and then it has t- cleaning tips. I don't have time for this shit anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I love. I'm sorry. I love the idea of like, <laughs> five, like a hundred page roadmap to a kitchen. <laughs> it's like an atlas, where- but the ex always mocks the kitchen. <laughs> Here's where you hang the coats up. And of course, if it's Tuesday, you want to go single file. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but yes, so so she ends up uh, meeting with Mr. Spro. Um, and Ca- Captain Greg shows up and interferes and basically says, Read the goddamn book! And the guy's like, I'm sorry, madam. I didn't realize you were being this forward. Like, I don't know if you could just give it, give, give it, read the first few chapters and see if it makes your chub rise or something. And, uh... <laughs> And and Mr. Spro is into this unvarnished look at a sailor's life. Oh, giddy schoolchild reaction. Oh yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh my god! It's like he's where it's like he's like he's like uh, an eight year old kid reading like a bunch of swears. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what a ram job is, but I like the sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna go around saying it in school until the principal gets me in trouble. <laughs> ski ski ski. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 
<laughs> and he also like says like, oh, I, I'd like to meet this uh, Captain X that uh, wrote this book for you. <laughs> it's just kind of like, well, I I wrote it, I thought, but eh, whatever, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she wants to he wants to meet the man who inspired this book that she wrote. Ah, uh, okay. And Captain X, I was instantly thinking of DMX playing him in a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's not quite going to work. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking since you guys did um, the X-Men movies a couple months ago, I was thinking of Captain Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the son of Jimmy Stewart himself, Patrick Stewart? Oh, that's that's what I said. Have you have you seen my son? I, I, I went looking for him. I couldn't find him. <laughs> Bald as a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> His head uh, is almost as big as my hog. Almost. Jesus. Yeah, so That's a big, big head. <laughs> hashtag PDE. Jimmy out. <laughs> big dick swagger. All right. Uh, 2019. <laughs> no, no, it's 2020 now, Brendan. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Uh, totally 2020. What am I talking about? <laughs> So after her meeting with the publisher, it's raining outside, and uh, Shere Khan, uh, I'm sorry, his name is Miles, Miles Fairley, uh, mm. is the gentleman that gave her a place in line, and was ba- he's basically like, I could call you a taxi and escort you home, you know, as a gentleman does. <laughs> <laughs> he does have one of my favorite lines, like legitimately one of my favorite lines in the movie, where he says, um... It's funny all the all the people who write about the beautiful spring in England are uh, written written by people living in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. But we also find out he's he's also an author and he writes under the pseudonym Uncle Neddy, mm. and he writes kids' books. My daughter he's like loves Dr. your books. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Doctor Seuss because he also hates kids. Indeed, yeah, as is tradition. Well, Doctor Seuss apparently hated children. He really did. Just yeah. Like, just like Walt Disney. Did he? Hit, did Walt Disney hate children? No. Walt Whoa. Disney volunteered for the Boy Scouts and donated his oh, to it. Oh, no. <laughs> not just, no, not, not just a Nazi. <laughs> no. Also, walk away, Steve. Walk away. <laughs> walk it back. Walk it back. He also Subscribe did, to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> he also donated a bunch of money to uh, bird hunting groups. Oh, he he hunts for birds, I'm told. (laughs) I bet he was a real pussy slayer in his day. (laughs) How did you know about his slain cat collection? Uh, No! Down with Disney now! You finally turned me! (laughs) The Walt Disney Family Museum, located in the Presidio in beautiful San Francisco, California. No! See all my Nazi paraphernalia. (laughs) Wait. Oh God! Walk it back! Walk it back! Coffee paraphernalia. There is Noel no, on no, Disney no, they, Plus. They hid that shit. They got all the Academy Awards and stuff there, though. So yeah, that, and all of, and all of his great honors from the Boy Scouts for all his donations and support. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the Sword in the Stone now available on Disney Plus. Oh shit! Almost as good as King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Oh, get out of here! So yeah, so Uncle Nettie, <laughs> or Miles, whatever you want to call him, uh, basically escorts her out to the train, so mm-hmm. then uh, Lucy can take the train home to White Cliff and blah, 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 but while she's on the train, the captain shows up in her cabin. Ooh! <laughs> and, and, and he says the line, I'll polish his brass for him, and I'm like, oh, oh my. Oh my, <laughs> Steve, will you give polish handy? brass? Yeah, I'm like, uh... I mean, that'll throw him off the scent, I guess. 
<laughs> also, there's also a great a great bit where uh, <laughs> she says, "My husband is dead," and he's his uh, George Sanders like uh, is like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah." It was like, "Oh my, oh." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Well, and then she like did... immediately mentioned the daughter, and he was kind of like, eh, "I'm still in." <laughs> It's like you couldn't make it any more obvious in that moment that he was the villain. <laughs> yeah, right. well, I was waiting for the. Well, and you know, my 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 daughter lives with me too. And he's like, oh, did I mention her name was Natalie Wood? Oh, <laughs> and she really likes boats. <laughs> oh, you say? But yeah, uh, that's where we also find out that uh, 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 Captain Greg. Uh, he, he says the line: uh, "Jealousy is a disease of the flesh. He has yeah. no need for it." And blah 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 blah. Yeah. So he, he is he is upset that uh she lied to him about her daughter being her daughter loving Uncle Nettie books. You know he she can't stand those books. <laughs> well it's like if you run the JK Rowling, you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, I love the Harry Potter books. Those are the ones you write, right? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. I've read in the last fifteen years. <laughs> you have. Have I? Yes, you've read two. You've read three books. You've read Not Taco Bell material. Oh yeah, you L- wrote Ron Swanson's book, Build Your Old Canoe, mm-hmm. and you read your Jay Z book. That's right, Fuck. Steve. You read a fourth <laughs> book. To, to be fair, Jay Z was mostly pictures, but yes, Brendan, go on. Uh, you you read a fourth book, I believe. You also uh, oh, took apology. in uh, all four hundred pages of Waterworld, the novelization. <laughs> I did not, but I did read the cliff notes about it. You read IMDb just this morning. Indeed. (laughs) Oh, there is land. Yes. (laughs) I've seen it. Uh, So, yeah. Drink my piss. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Drink my piss, he exclaimed with great glee. (laughs) Okay, continue. I'm sorry. (laughs) Welcome to Chapter 3 of Waterworld. (laughs) As narrated by Rex Harrison. <laughs> as, as his oh. excrement tripled down the mysterious device, he then took <laughs> one giant swig. It was saltier than he expected, however, he enjoyed however, it nonetheless. Twas his own, so completely sanitary. <laughs> oh. So, so yeah, so they spent a day at the beach. Uh, Lucy's there with her daughter. Um, and they're doing something that I, I guess they have to do when there's like riptide and stuff where it's like the little, it's like, I thought she was like going into an outhouse, but apparently it was a changing station. And then that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk out holding a rope into the water so you don't get pulled out by the riptide. Enjoy well, it. Because you're back wearing in. 47 pounds of wool swim clothes. Oh yeah. He's got like four layers on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. no. I, I, I've definitely read about it. Those, those like old fashioned swimming outfits. When they were full of water, weighed over 100 pounds. Jesus. So why? they were heavier than some of the chicks who were wearing them. That's why the <laughs> girls had to hold on to a rope. Luckily, wow. the French invented the bikini, and what's left is history. <laughs> and the Brazilians un- uh, invented the waxing. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, the waxing to take off an extra <laughs> 20 pounds of wet hair. Yes. Yeah. And I believe back then, uh, you were charged, uh, you, were, you were fined $100 per square inch of skin that you were showing. No, it was a hundred dollars worth of hundred dollars per square inch of hair that was showing. A hundred dollars could have bought you like three houses back then. Fun fact. Fun fact. A super fun fact. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So she runs into yes. uh, Miles, who's just like painting on a cliff, basically watching her on the beach. But you know, oh yeah, I was just totally here the whole time. I wasn't 
watching you or anything. I was just painting you bathe. No big deal. <laughs> oh my, you really got got the real essence of me among the waves. Like, yes, yes, lots of staring. Yes. I, I have lots of experience at this. He also says, like, even if you turn me down or you turn away or you leave, I will still pursue you. <laughs> Shall I show you my bicoloptic binoculars? <laughs> my what? <laughs> I'm assuming that's what binocular, binoculars were called back in the day? My binoculars? binoculars? You know, like like a motorcycle was, what, a bipedium bi- bi- or something like that? I don't know. Uh. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, so uh, he force kisses her, which is like, mm. you know. Wait, you know. wait, he uses the force to kiss her? Yeah, obviously. He's Shere Khan. Yeah. Right? No, um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Shere Khan's in Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode episode two. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Shere Khan shows up. <laughs> it was really weird. It's a fucking that space tiger! It's a fucking animated tiger just showed up in the middle of that scene. It was strange. <laughs> What does he have that accent? He's in India. All right. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, Miles kisses Lucy and she's kind of like, oh, well, I mean, how forward of you, Nick? And he's like, well, I'll see you again. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to follow you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and so, so then she's like, uh, what is it? She's like on her way home or whatever. And, uh, the captain shows up and he's basically like, what the fuck? <laughs> You let him kiss you? If a woman wants to be kissed, it's because she wants it, and you know it. What? He kissed me and he left, and I don't care one way or another about it. Besides, I thought jealousy was only a, only afflicted flesh. I, well, just be careful. There may be breakers up ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and we go back to the house on the on the on the seaside, and uh, M- Martha's there, and apparently she doesn't care for uh, Mister Fairley either. No, because she has eyes, <laughs> right? She sees exactly what he, what kind of person he is. Oh, I, I've been down that road. Don't go down that road. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. And I like how she's like, oh no, it's you know. <laughs> She's like trying to explain him, like, you know, he's 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 alright. He's he's real. Like that's his top feature is that he's a real he's person. He's a real boy. <laughs> that he has a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. That's the best you can come up with, is that he's fucking real. <laughs> alright, well, you know, wedding bells are ringing. <laughs> yeah, so uh so we get a scene where like he proposes and the captain's basically like Ah, uh, fine, I'm just gonna leave. Fuck this. It was all a dream anyway. I was never here. No. He does a lot more eloquently than that, but he's basically like, well, you found a man now, you don't need me anymore. And then while she's sleeping, he's uh, basically like, it's, it was all a dream. I was never here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you just forget all about me. And <laughs> He got really close, and I was like, oh my god, is he gonna kiss her while she's sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a ghost. Anyway. Like a rip-a-rip-rip ghost. I mean... <laughs> The best example of which is in the scene in Ghostbusters when Dan Aykroyd gets a ghost blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. The worst scene Coming soon in Ghostbusters Afterlife. (laughs) Which of the kids gets the beige? Oh, what a terrible scene in a great movie. (laughs) What do you mean? That's awful. Awful. So Sprout shows up and he uh, basically makes an offer for the book. He's like, oh, yes, this is great. Let's get all the money. 
oh that's right they like take the captain greg's painting and the mm-hmm. and martha wants it in her room and i'm like get a girl yeah i don't remember <laughs> what possessed me to put this in here oh i'll take it all right <laughs> i've got nothing better to do than double click me mouse oh you know what they say sometimes dead is better <laughs> <laughs> yikes grandma <laughs> Yeah, she's like going to meet up with Fairly and get stood up. Um, they were like going to go to a picnic or something. And mm-hmm. so she's like, oh, that's cool. I'll just find out where he lives from the publisher and go yeah. check out his house. No Make big sure deal. everything's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a uh, a woman answers the door. <gasps> and like, oh, yes, he's ready. Come, come, come along in. <laughs> and she's waiting there. And then. Uh, oh, look, he's got a picture of a woman who looks strikingly like me, but it's not me. Yeah. Oh, look, there's another picture of a woman who looks strikingly like me, but is not me, and has children. Huh. <laughs> Weird. And then a woman that looks oddly like her walks around the corner and says, Hello, I'm Mrs. Fairley, and you are? I am mm. mistaken. I I have to go now. Oi, I know why you're here. No, you this don't. Isn't, this isn't the first time no. it's happened. Nope, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm cool with it if you want to, you know... Nope, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Thank you so much. If you want to scissor nope, me timbers, nope, as a, nope, as an nope. unvarnished I'm seaman okay. might say. You have children. I, and I'm going to here. go on to my child. I'm so lonely. Who's a growing woman. I'm going to go now. Do you know what syphilis is? I do, because I wrote a book basically about it. <laughs> Chapters Honey, did 8 she, through 12. Did she, did, she, did she go for the threesome? Ah, uh, she passed. Oh, there's another one. All right, back to the publisher's clearinghouse. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what he calls the waiting room at the publishers. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Very nice. Oh, by the way, by the way, as she's like leaving the house and like running down the sidewalk, I really took note of the old guy who was like smoking a cigarette and like turned around and like checked her out as she was yeah. running away and was like, "Nice." <laughs> We decided to do the real... reboot. That's Ellen Mc... Ian McKellen. Yeah, totally Ian McKellen just like, hmm, noise. It's a real 90s beer commercial moment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so then we, uh, we we cut forward in time to the one year anniversary of them getting into the house. Woo! And uh, she goes for a little nap in the chair. And, chair and, and it rings four o'clock. <gasps> Bong. But there's no captain. Bong. What? Bong. What has happened? And then the waves crash. Time has passed. <laughs> and, then, and then we uh, we find we find out that the uh, little Anna play, uh, has grown up and she's now a teenager. Oh, we skipped over. Did we skip? Oh no, no, we didn't. Sorry. What? Well, what did we skip over? Uh, the uh, the 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 old seaman carving Anna's name into the board because we used that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, when they were uh, the the day at the beach. Um, yeah, the old seaman <laughs> carved uh, Anna's name in a, a basically like a breaker warning or like a buoy. Or uh, no, it was thought... one of the pier. It was one of the uh, the the pylons for the pier. Oh, oh, for the, for the outhouses. Yeah. At first, when I saw that, I thought she was gonna be like, "Oh, mother, I'm making a tombstone. Isn't that yeah. so much fun?" I thought that too. I was like, "Morbid." By the way, that old seaman was soon to become her future husband. Oh God! Wait, wait. When he was like, "Oh, well, I'll take a home for you, madam. No worries." I was like, "Hello, uh, hello, hello." Is this gonna take a dark turn? No, <laughs> I, 
it, he's one yeah. of the workmen who works yeah, on the dock yeah, by yeah, the yeah. house. They he's just haven't brought him up just, in the movie. Just a so sweet it's an old guy. Awkward, yeah, it's an know. awkward thing there, but obviously they've known him the whole time they've lived there. I'm sorry, every other man in this movie has been some sort of sexual predator, so I <laughs> assumed the one hanging out on the beach the writing real, names the for the real estate agent wasn't a sexual predator. He genuinely you saw how he was reading that book? The real estate agent? Oh. Coombs? Oh, Coombs. I was pretty sure Coombs was a, you know. He's a dandy looking for a beard, but come on. He's yeah. a nice guy. I, 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 thought, I thought that old guy was going to be like, don't worry, Mom, I'll keep her in my employ. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about sex trafficking? <laughs> don't worry about you know Captain Ray? <laughs> oh, That's... well, I can get you a discount then. <laughs> That's how they lure them in. <laughs> hey, love, got an interest in trafficking sex? <laughs> What's your name on a piece of wood? <laughs> and then you got to get some wood of your own, if you know what I mean. Hey, 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 hey. I'm nine. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Buttons, what are you doing to that little girl? Oh, I'm just asking to come aboard, sir. Mm, permission granted. <laughs> Your name is Buttons? I have a bunny named Buttons. Statutory rape? So time has passed and Anna is now a full legal-aged woman, I assume. Going to university. Thank God. And she's and she shows up with her her boyfriend Benjamin or something like that? Something like that. I believe is older than her mother. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was a he was a man of a certain age. Um, and, mm-hmm. But apparently, Anna was insisting on getting engaged. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, when you fall in love with your professor, shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> she says she met him in class. He's totally he has tenure. He's got a good job and all the rooms of the dorm he wants. Indeed. Can you believe he only gave me a three point five grade point average? <laughs> and I swallowed. I swallowed all of it. <laughs> all of his semen, you might say, if you were a sailor of some sort. Of course, my grade point average won't matter when I'm barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, right, Mother? <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Here's your book, How to Get to the yes, Kitchen. Yes, <laughs> I can read your roadmap. <laughs> when I was your age, I published a roadmap to my kitchen. <laughs> oh, is that the one you did with Captain Greg? It's the one, the one I did to save our house. Oh yeah, I remember the Captain Greg wrote about his sorted tales, and now published on Smut Hub. <laughs> who knew? Who knew there would be such a big seller? It's always what you least expect. The pet rock. No one saw that coming. <laughs> the fuck is a Furby anyway? anyway? Oh guys, look up the long Furbies. No, people are making long Furbies now, and they're horrifying. The Jimmy Stewart Furby. Mm. Yes. Oh, is that what you're saying there? No, look it up. Look up <laughs> oh, Long Furby. It's super creepy. It's actually quite smooth. I'll give you a Furby. Oh god damn it! <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we find out uh, that Anna was like, "Oh yeah, I knew Captain Greg. He would come visit me when I was sleeping, and we he would tell me tales of the sea." She thought the he first was... time he got syphilis. She thought he was her, her imaginary friend. Yeah. Mm. I suppose it sounds oh. quite silly now, doesn't it, Mother? Don't tell me you saw him, too! Oh, it, it appears we both fell in love with him. <laughs> it appears he's fucked multiple generations of this family. <laughs> and more to come! Anyway, Just oh. like the government. Just like <laughs> semen. 
Wow. <laughs> Hashtag too soon. <laughs> so, so, oh yeah, we also get a little backstory of what's like. Uh, so, so yeah, she ended up obviously not marrying fairly because he was already spoken for. Uh, like, oh yeah, I saw him about five years ago, and he was old and fat, and don't nobody want him no more. She saw him at a party. His wife had given up on him, and he was old and fat and had no hair. Oh, isn't that funny how his life just fell apart? His wife took the children, too. Oh. <laughs> it is kind of funny how, because he was kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, like, ha, 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 what a great story, Mark. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, we just recorded our room episode. <laughs> I can't believe you got old and fat. I can't Cannot believe it. I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you'd make us watch that movie, Brendan. I thought you liked us. I thought you did. I do. Are you saying you it won't was... publish my books anymore? No more books. <laughs> Neil Breen in the role of Mr. Spro. Yeah. <sighs> We're doing it, ladies and gentlemen. Hit us up on Patreon. It. Anyway. Uh, so... So yeah, so so more waves crash, which means more time has passed, and we go to a foggy night at the seaside cottage, and there's okay. there's an elderly Mrs. Muir out on the balcony. Yeah. Can I ask a real quick cue? Yeah. What's that? Mrs. Muir is much older, right? Yes. Yes. Margaret is a fucking cyborg. Yes, I have written down Martha's still Martha? there too. What yeah, the because fuck? that bitch outlives everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She is but she, literally 112. She is, like, considerably older than, um, uh, what's her name? Lucia? Lucia. It, yeah, Lucia. At the beginning, like, she's all considerably older. And this is when Lucia was is, like, what, arguably in her 60s, 70 maybe? Uh, she, she's lived a rough, I don't know, 52 years in uh, the turn of the century? And, and, and Martha is what, like a hundred and twenty-seven? Yeah, something hey. like that. Yeah, uh, it it was a uh, it was interesting. I, I was expected to be like Martha's daughter or something, maybe. Um, but yeah, basically uh, we get uh, like, oh, the doctor told you you shouldn't be out there on the balcony. Oh, by the way, your granddaughter Lucy's engaged to a captain. <laughs> oh, she make her mother proud. Her mother always had a thing for seamen. <laughs> Yeah, drink some of this poisoned milk, I assume. No. Uh, but yeah, she basically gives her some milk. Lucy has a drink of it and then just spills it. Obviously meaning she's left this mortal coil. But Captain Greg then shows up. Yeah. And young Lucy rises up. Wake up, Lucia. And they embrace. For you. And they embrace. Now we can fuck. Yes. And they walk off into the fog. Guys... We gave a really poor presentation. I kind of teared up at this ending. This saying, is such I a did every... movie, and you know <laughs> the really old, good. and you know the house is gonna be full of old semen soon. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Oh, or what Martha does is she says Lu- Lucy is still alive. She's still getting those uh, yeah. those dividends from the book and stuff. And then Martha just Martha moves into the house and yeah, a little yeah. social security fraud. I like it <clears throat> in the sequel. No. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, they walk off into the fog, and that is the ghost and Mrs. Muir. Fucking love this movie so much. Brendan, what'd you think of this movie? Um, this is like the best movie you guys have ever talked about. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you, madam? This this is like a legitimately like classic old Hollywood 
movie. It really is. Um, <laughs> with like an all star like forties cast, like every like the three leads in this movie, arguably huge stars at the time. Not yeah. even arguably, they were huge they were. stars at the time. Yeah, or, and and like what you say, Joseph Mankiewicz, right? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Which is like a hu- fucking huge director. So yeah, this is a, this is a fucking this, this is, is a great a, movie. This is possibly one of the greatest movies nobody's ever seen. Yeah. I, yeah, I had never even heard of this. Yeah, I would highly recommend checking out this movie, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, since you've prompted it, when this gets rebooted, because it will, right? Mm-hmm. Who's going to star in it? Who plays, of course, the most important role? Captain Greg, the ghost. I think, I think I've got an idea. Oh, who would that be? Well, you see, I was in Zardoz, and that was my best idea. So this will be my second best. But I'm pretty sure... So, Timothy Dalton? Who are we talking about here? I, I, your, your impersonation <sighs> is a little... Oh, you're talking about Charlotte Rampling. No, no, right, we're, we're, we're talking about the guy, not, not Lucy. Okay, that's it, I'm leaving. Gerard Butler. <laughs> you know what? As the old seaman. <laughs> Jerry Butler. What about... What about... Uh, hello, 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 Clive Owen? Ooh. Actually, Clive Owen would be really good, too. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where, like... You, th- you think about English actors, but it's also like they got to have like a gruffness to them. Yeah, like, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> no, ooh, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> though as Coombs. Yes. Oh. Wait, uh, Izzy, you know who would play the George Sanders role? Who? Elijah Wood. No, no I want David Tennant. <laughs> David Tennant would be good. Uh, you mentioned uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yesterday. Yes, though. Benedict Cumberbatch, and he'd be a nice little smarmy little brick. He would. Russell and he would Brand. be great for a second marriage. He's appropriate age. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, you know who could play the sea captain? I would totally watch this. Russell fucking Crowe. We we talked Steve about that. I thought he was a little up, old, but, I think he's but... A little old. Uh, Hugh Laurie would make a great captain. I think. Yeah, Hugh Laurie's like pretty old too, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, we're trying we're to think somebody Jerry in their forties or fifties, and you had Jerry Butler or you know Charlie Hunnam. No, get him the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> fuck Charlie Hunnam. Who who would be the female lead? I okay. I said this the first time I watched it, and even more so this time. I thought Olivia Wilde would be like mm. a queen, Mrs. That's a Mary. Good one. I also think I know we've we use her for everything on this movie, but um, Jennifer Lawrence. Ooh, yeah, I think she could pull it off. You know who I'm thinking? I'm thinking of another Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Paul Bettany and Jennifer Connelly. I'm oh, in. Shit. Yeah. Sold. There we go. Shit. But Paul Bettany playing his character from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking from Priest, but. Uh... <laughs> Both hybrid them, do it. Sold. Yeah, I mean, they have the same amount of hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got everybody else. Got, oh, oh, well, okay, we got Daniel Radcliffe as uh, Mr. Spray. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Uh, how about Martha? Ooh, who plays Martha? Oh, somebody who is gonna live forever. Mm. Uh, Angela Lansbury, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Betty White's still around, right? Betty White is still around. <laughs> B. Arthur. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, we go Graham off Tarkin, B. Arthur. Shit. Okay, just get Graham off Tarkin. Peter he- Cushing. Hear me out. Oh, yeah, there we go. Melissa McCarthy, but she plays it totally straight. 
You're yeah. just waiting for her to like go Melissa McCarthy on it, but she just plays it totally just, straight, or at least just the dry British wit. Yes, she 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 did a, she did a movie actually um, a couple years ago where she did that kind of performance, yeah. and she was like up for an Oscar. It was really really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I heard good she, things. She's about a phenomenal it. actress. Like she does oh, she comedy is. really well. So that's what they always do. But she really is genuinely a phenomenal actress, and that's why I'm saying like. We we put her in it. We just give her like a just enough grace so that she can play both parts. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Charlie's Angel Full Throttle, Melissa McCarthy? Yes. What? She's not in that. Oh, she is in she a deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cut was us, she in that movie? Cut us off guard too. I, I think she was in like one of the the post credit things when, or something. So. Right? Yeah, so her scene got cut, but she's in the post-credit scene. They use her outtake when they go to in full throttle when they go to the house as the medical examiners, and Bernie Mac stays outside because he doesn't want to see the dead body. He's mm-hmm. chatting with one of the law enforcement agents, and it's Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, by the way, the name of the movie I was thinking about earlier that she was really good in is called "Can You Ever Forgive Me?" Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember it was like a question, <laughs> like. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. No, it's really, really good. Okay. And what's his face is in it? Um, 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 really uh, Richard E. Grant. So. Hugh Grant's in it. Oh, Richard E. Grant. Oh, Richard E. Grant. Even better. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Recommended. Watch it. Coming next week, though. No. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We are. <gasps> yes. And when we come back, we have more beer. Ooh. Fun facts. Oh. And what we learn from the ghost and Mrs. Mirror. Everything. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Four Screens and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. So anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> what? Are we, are, are, we, are we just waiting right now? Yeah, just waiting. Yeah, she went, she went, oh, sorry, yeah, she went to the restroom. I th- oh, okay, I thought okay. you saw so that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I did. I didn't. Uh, my camera. I, hold on, just let me tap it. Oh, there it is. Oh, Steve, put that away. I had the uh, the browser with Pornhub pulled up. I know you're watching oh. Faithful Findings again. Steve, Steve, try, stop trying to compare yours to mine. It's never going to make you Jimmy feel Stewart. better. Look up Jimmy Stewart on Pornhub. Anyway, <laughs> they grandma parking him into every porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, take it, Nancy. <laughs> You're a dirty girl. You want the moon? I'll give you, you the want, moon. I'll give you the moon. I'll give you the sausage too. <laughs> Rocket ship and the moon. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. 
So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi, this is Johnny Kim McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding! Ah, she said it. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan, you go ahead. Oh, I just said, um, E. <laughs> Aye, those are, the, those are the finest advertisements a seaman can ask for. Mmm. It was, I didn't know you were sponsored by seaman now. We've always been <laughs> sponsored, sponsored by, Pornhub. by seaman. <laughs> sponsored by Pornhub, where you could find the film Fatal Findings. Hey baby, got a I'm, a I'm a little parched after being on the salty seas for quite a long time. Oh, knowing that there's a house f- just full of semen, brimming with semen. <laughs> what can I say? There's a lot of carrots in that stew. <laughs> well, we have to refresh you from Breckenridge Brewing in Colorado, a strawberry sky. Ah. This is a fruit-forward coast-style ale with delicate finish. No idea what the ABV is on this. Ah, here we go. 4.8% alcohol by volume. Yeah. Boom. And I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. Oh, I popped so hard. I popped Brendan's top. Oh, let me put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <This> <laughs> <smells>. Rape ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like I was also like, oh, I popped the top of the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> This is the I can smell the fruit coming off this beer already. This is a beautiful golden finish with just a hint of pink. Oh, yeah. yeah, it smells like a goddamn gummy bear. Gummy bear! Mm. Uh, I've got a story. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great like joke that maybe one person will get. And I love it. <laughs> Michael Bagford, that's for you. Gummy bears. <laughs> gummy I, still waiting on that water, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you hire us. Hashtag professionals. <laughs> yeah, wow. This is really for- fruit forward. Yeah, this is a beautiful beer. Steve, how's that sip? Not bad. Yeah, it's got a little... It's, it's like a white wine spritzer. No, uh, no the yeah. aroma is fruitier than the actual flavor. <clears throat> yeah. It's not overly sweet. It's actually a little bit dry. But the aroma of strawberry is so much there that it sort of tricks your brain into thinking it's super, super sweet. This is a delicious beer. I'm super into it. In fact, top me off here, babe. Mm-hmm. You don't get that whole can. Well, not the one that poured. <laughs> uh, sorry, there was a lot of head on it. And I can only suck so much head at a time, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not like- I'll give you. I'll give you more head to suck on than you've ever sucked in your life. Jesus. <laughs> now I have a fear of Jimmy Stewart. Let's add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Stewart and here. Elijah Wood together at last. Nope. Rape ghost. Rape ghost. And Mrs. Muir. Oh, Jesus. How many times must I tell you I'm not a woman? Oh, such a trap, blue eyes. My penis is almost cast in Dukes of Hazard as Boss Hog. 
Who wants some fun facts? <laughs> Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun fun facts. Ah! <laughs> All right, Rotten Tomatoes. What did the critics think of the Ghost and Mrs. Muir in 1947? Oh, this is. I'm gonna guess they didn't really like it. I'm gonna say 42. Brendan, 85. 100% with the <gasps> critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Good, I'm glad. I don't I don't trust the critics, but yeah, I'm glad. What about the audience <sighs> score? Oh, I hope that's also 100%. Brendan? 70. Right in the middle, 88. Oh, right. oh, good. People also liked it. Yeah, right? So people who did see it liked it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's just the... <laughs> yeah, so we're just trying to spread the word. Uh, the, also the, uh, I mean, nothing about the budget, blah, 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 but the cumulative worldwide gross, $29,545, but 1947, that's a nickel or a dime or something, but I don't know. This this looks like a fairly big budget production though. Like it's not like a huge, like gone with the wind or anything, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, even if it's like 200,000 and like the, you get back 30,000 or whatever and it's like, ooh, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. But uh, this was one of 20th Century Fox's biggest box office hits of 1947, though. It Wait, was what? <laughs> yeah, and it was ranked 10th among the year's top grocers. Damn. Hmm. Even under 30,000. Weird. Uh, yeah, R.E. Dick uh, is the pseudonym for Josephine <laughs> Leslie, who wrote the 1945 novel, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. Excellent. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> what does the R.A. stand for? Really abstract. <laughs> <laughs> really average dick. No, uh, <laughs> really average dick. Not like me! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so eight- Sorry, guys. I locked the door. I apologize. <laughs> Mariah's not hearing your uh, Jimmy Stewart. Like, Jimmy, is that you? I was supposed to see you at the meeting. (laughs) Where were you? You were supposed to take down the minutes. (laughs) We missed your brownies. All right. So, (laughs) so, speaking of brownies, uh, eight-year-old Natalie Wood completed this movie the same year as her breakthrough role, that of Maureen O'Hara's daughter in the holiday classic, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh. Yeah. So apparently that was probably a bigger hit. <laughs> that was the same year. That's crazy. Yeah. That that That's a that's like Macaulay Culkin being in Home Alone and The Sixth Sense or something. Right? Oh, you mean Home Alone and The Good Son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Elijah Wood. Coming next week. The movie that freaked me the fuck out. And you were like, Elijah's the bad son, right? <laughs> the whole, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, no, it's going to turn out that, like, he's actually a serial killer. Macaulay Culkin's trying to s- stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Just framing him the whole time. By the way, what what if that was the twist of that movie? That, like, Macaulay Culkin's, like, trying to kill Elijah Wood for most of the movie? Turns out Elijah Wood's got, like, all of the neighborhood dads in the basement, like, murdered. <laughs> he, he pulls, like, a, um, like, an Ed Norton I, twist in Primal Fear. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you aren't going to. Watch it anyway. Primal Fear is a great movie! It really is. Um, Izzy, I think the answer to what would happen if that happened is that you would be a more tortured soul. <laughs> I would be vindicated. But also still terrified. <laughs> I was and rightly tor- so. 
those those beautiful blue He's eyes. Disgusting! It's horrifying. I actually want to lift my feet up off of the ground right now because there might be something she, under she's my. She's already couch. got one up. She's not <laughs> like, joking. It really like I don't. It's completely irrational, and I don't like it. I kind of want to cry right there, now. They're there, babe. They're there. I don't. I don't like him. Hey, babe. Steve. Did you know there was also a sitcom in the 60s for the Ghost and Mrs. Muir? What? Yep. Starred Hope Lang and Edward Mulher. Who are they, Steve? No idea. <laughs> uh, but they're, of course... Hope Lang I've heard before. Yeah, isn't that like Jessica Lang's mom? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Edward Mulher sounds like it's way, someone I should not know. Not gonna lie, but... just picturing Jessica Lang, but like from American Horror Story playing Mrs. Mirror. Get the fuck out of my yeah, house, yeah. ghost! Yeah. Oh my god, is that gonna be like season nine of American <laughs> Horror Story? The ghost of Mrs. Mirror? <laughs> that would be. They're up to amazing. season nine. Oh yeah. Oh, they already finished nine. Jesus. They're up to ten. Apocalypse was uh. nine. Sorry, I, th- I heard background noise. There is background noise. noise. There's a cat doing something in the corner. They have a new shitter, and we're not used to the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> they, hang, they got a new... Did you know they make extra-wide covered shitters for cats? Yeah, it's like no. it's like the ones you change in to go out into the ocean. In, Pretty uh, much. White Cliff. Oh, but anyway, yeah, back to the... White Cliffs of Dover. <laughs> Not for long. Blop. All right. So. <laughs> no. So yeah. So so the sitcom in the '60s ran for two seasons, uh, and emphasized broad humor rather than the romantic elements of the movie. Oh, so it was, so it was basically like roommate uh, roommate ghost. Yeah, yeah. It's three's <laughs> company, but with an old semen. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you can't call them broads anymore. Yeah. It's a bunch oh, of broad oh, humor. Oh, I'm sorry, Golden Girls. That's what we're gonna call them now. <laughs> Love well, if you had a party, I would go. <laughs> That's almost the theme song. Almost. If you were the only one there. Thank you yeah, for being you would, my friend. You would know that I would cut your hair and the card attached would say, thanks for cutting my hair. Here's the money for it. Golden Palace. Excuse me? Wait, what? We yeah. have entire, I have the entirety of season one on DVD. Of Golden Girls? Yeah. Good for you. It was given to me as a gag gift. Jokes on them. I fucking love the Golden Girls. Goddamn right. Those are the best kind of gag gifts. The ones that gag you back. Right? Yeah. The one hey! like, well, that was just a gag gift. I'd like to have it back. Nope, you gave it to me, you son of a bitch. Spe- speaking of gag gifts, rape ghost. <laughs> you can cut that. Feel free to cut that. <laughs> I don't think oh, so, no. Brandon, but thank you. <laughs> That's our new no! ad for our podcast Whoa. and yours. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brendan. From what were they thinking? Rub up a rape ghost. <laughs> Be sure to catch us Wednesdays on CBS, <laughs> starring David Boreanaz and uh, Sarah Michelle Geller at 8 p.m. Central, right after Little House. So, guys, this is a really fun fact. Um, in oh. 1990, there was serious talk of 20th Century Fox readapting the novel. Mm-hmm. Ready. Ooh, Ready let's, for this? let's guess. Who was popular in 1990? I'll give you a hint. James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close, Echno. Um, with Sir Sean Connery and Michelle <gasps> Pfeiffer oh, in you, the lead. Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking perfect, oh, right? Oh my god, that would have been so good. All I could picture was Sean Connery doing this fucking role. Right? Yeah, it was totally a Sean Connery, like, a, a 1990s role. Uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer, like, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Mrs. Wow, Mayor? she was pretty young in 1990. <laughs> yeah, this is like, that's what three years before, or like two years before, even like Batman Returns and stuff. That's yeah. like uh, yeah. 
Fucking married pre to the mom. <laughs> Pre-Catwoman, post-Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those titties grow in. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But the poor box office return of Jean Lacaz' The Russian House apparently killed it. Because I, I guess it's a, another re-adaptation of an old movie. I've heard of that goddamn yeah. movie. I, I'm guessing it's another remake of an old movie. And it's just like, well, well I guess we're not going to do that again. <laughs> I guess I'll need Damn. to do that on a podcast now to introduce you guys to it. Oh, is it and on the BF? I've never seen Ooh, it. is it on the uh, RFI, the Russian Film Institute, because it's the Russian house? <laughs> it's number 28. Oh, shit. <laughs> Full screen and comrades. <laughs> oh, let's do it. The spin-off! The spin-off! Can we find 100 Russian-made films? <laughs> well, okay. In we Russia, they watch his fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> We can we can we can do Das Boot. We, we can do German. Uh, Red, Red Dawn is a Russian film, right? <laughs> yeah, Red Dawn uh, has Russians in it. <laughs> like all of the Bond movies, am I right? Yeah. Okay, all all of the all of the Yakov Smirnoff tapes from, from Russia with Love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Young Einstein. Wait a minute, I'm hearing Yahoo Sirius is not Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Chairman of the board. <laughs> All right. So no and, one needs and, to see that for any podcast ever. <laughs> only only a foolish podcast would ever do that movie. Yeah, wait a second. The next time people are are asking for requests for their podcasts, they've already done it, babe. I uh, know. No reruns. So yeah. So uh, and the last fun fact: the word "mir" means sea in Scottish Gaelic. Mm-hmm. Many times, sailors have said they have been married to the sea, or that the only woman they ever loved was the sea. The that is a fun fact from IMDb. The only woman they ever loved was Mrs. Mia. That's right. <laughs> oh, all the seamen loved her. <laughs> but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from the ghost and Mrs. Mia? I learned that Martha is a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Sent back through time to the turn of the century to kill a ghost and then take care of the house so no one finds his body. She's an immortal looking for heads. Come on, get her right. <laughs> oh, heads, plural. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's why she went to the place that's about to become a home for old seamen. I just want a little ghost head. <laughs> I learned that... Just a little, how's your father? I learned that old seamen have lived the life of a man and they're not ashamed. <laughs> Damn you, woman! I want that on my tombstone. I will put it there. I already told you that is legitimately, I think, Steve's favorite line from any movie ever at this point. <laughs> I learned never be afraid to tell the in-laws to shove off. <laughs> I also learned that if you really want to fuck a dead seaman, just wait till you die. Yeah, get some of that real ghost D in your real ghost V. I really <laughs> desperately want a picture of an old sailor in my house. Right? Well, Captain. I also learned sometimes the best feature of a man is that he's real. <laughs> That's why I married you. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and I also learned rape ghost. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Wait, are we, are, are we talking about the captain or uh, Miles Fairley? Because yes. he is very persistent. Yes. Right. The answer is yes. Well, you know, jealousy is the disease of the flesh. Mm, yes, quite. Mm. <laughs> Hello, I'm Rex Harrison. Welcome to another episode of Full Screen and Country. Well, hi there, Rex. It's me again. Hello, James. How are you this evening? 
Oh, I see your schlong's not quite as big as mine. <laughs> Aye, but I get plenty of use from it. <laughs> ah. high, right. high five, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many times have you fucked Catherine Hepburn? That's what I, I want to know. <laughs> oh, my. Not nearly as many as I have, Audrey. <laughs> Eskimo brothers. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening. Those... Hold on. I got some more fun facts. Oh, shit. So oh, what shit. happened to the portrait of Captain Greg from the Ghost of Mrs. Mare? Like, where is it now? Yes, I just pulled up the website. Oh, shit. Apparently, Rex Harrison was a perfectionist. Um <laughs> And he demanded that they do the painting of him clean shaven. They refused because he's supposed to be a sailor. So he had, uh, they had, they put the beard in. So apparently he absolutely hated the painting. And in tradition of film, if there's a painting of an actor, they're the ones who get it. He donated it apparently to the Francis Taylor Gallery at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, shit. So it appears in the background of pretty much every movie that's shot in the lobby at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Holy shit! Rex Harrison's ghosts painting is in like fucking uh, True Romance. It was also borrowed to be used as a prop in All Hands on Deck. Mr. Hobbs takes a vacation. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Is that the sequel to Hobbs and Shaw? I because so. I am in. Apparently, wow. You know what? I when I heard that, I thought it was like Mr. Hobbs was like tired of hanging out with Calvin, so he took a vacation. <laughs> oh shit! Apparently, it was also used in the background of an episode of the Dean Martin Show, The Tonight Show, and it's somewhere in the original Batman. The Tonight Show. The oh shit! <laughs> you know, it's probably like uh, Egghead's like <laughs> portrait of like Vincent Price, but like. Well, it's close enough. It's Rex Harrison. (laughs) Oh, no. Is it one of the paintings that they spray paint on? I don't Mm. think so, because, I mean, this article... Wait, you're you're talking about Batman the movie, not the TV series, right? Oh, yeah. I was talking about the the Michael Keaton one. (laughs) Like, Prince music playing and just like, who's this old seaman? Slap, slap, slap. (laughs) Oh. That's fucking awesome. We, we, we might as well find this picture. Right? Do, do, I'm not going to lie. Do, do, I, want, do, do. I just want a copy as of are, this Are game. you Googling how do I get a <laughs> like Rex Harrison? <laughs> I, I, I'm Go- I, I Googled Rex Harrison, Captain Greg portraits, and now I'm in the shopping section. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you would well, like Steve they- and Izzy to get this portrait, you can head to patreon.com slash EILF movies. That's everything I learned from movies. I may Perfect. have to just repaint one, babe. And, and while you're at it, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash WWTT podcast and you can oh. donate to the What Were They Thinking podcast where our good friend Nathan uh, I believe stars, edits and uh, Wait a second. does everything behind Hold the scenes and occasionally okay. he has a co-host uh, Mariah <sighs> and Jerrica um, right. I think Brendan's mm-hmm. been on there once or twice is, is that right Brendan? There's a monkey yes. right, you know what? Maybe, maybe you could fill us in uh, Yeah What Were They Thinking podcast this is the weirdest segue to an ad ever Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nathan and myself, yes, we do. Uh, we host the What Were They Thinking podcast where we talk about bad to questionable films. Um, so you will never see this movie on the show because this was great. Um, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at WWTT Podcast and Instagram. Find us on Facebook, just search for What Were They Thinking. And yes, we do have Patreon and all that as well. And, we, and you can just search for us on all the pod, pod catchers. We are there. And for a podcast where, you know, this movie would come up on, uh, you can listen to a podcast called For Screen 
and Country. And that is a podcast where Jason and myself talk about the top 100 British films of all time, as determined by their British Film Institute in the British year of 1900 and British 99. You can search for that one on all the podcatchers, and we are at BFI underscore pod on Twitter. And you can search for us on Facebook. Thank you. More later. So this does technically make two BFI lists. This Mm -hmm. is on the BFI Top 100 for theme songs. Oh. And one other one, but I turned away from the page and now I've forgotten. (laughs) Because I've been drinking. (laughs) Top 100 Rape Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, I think it was Top 100 Ghost Movies. Oh, okay. Or something like Wait, that. there's a BFI Top 100? Oh, is it just like Top 100 Ghost Movies in general? I I bet that's what it is. Yeah. I see it. And that's why it's here on Ghostuary. I was going to say, there's more than a hundred British ghost movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, whether it's Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai or Ghost Dad oh, or Ghost also, and Mr. Chicken. Also, super fun facts is fun fun fact. The entire movie shot in California. I mean, Woo! Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, see, it looked a lot like, like Monterey or Big <laughs> It's Sur like Monterey, and, yeah. Yeah, that area. Monterey. What's that name? Monterey. <laughs> What's that town? <laughs> Monterey. Steve, what are the towns that have a Monterey? <laughs> Brockton, North Haverbrook. And Ogdenville. <laughs> and by God, that put them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> we live like 20 minutes from Ogdenville. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, babe. Steve. If I were looking to purchase some art, like... Maybe if my lovely wife were to make uh, some sort of print of Rex Harrison's ghost painting, where uh, where would I be able to find such amazing products? If I were to get off my ass and actually make that painting and I decided to make it for sale, it would probably end up over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com, where you can find all sorts of random crap like that, handmade by me and my lovely husband, Steve. Yeah, say, if she doesn't want to draw Rex Harrison, I'll give it a go yeah i have been wanting to put up on the website steve will draw your pet 20 bucks oh absolutely <laughs> send me a picture of your pet i'll draw it for 20 dollars <laughs> no reason can you can you can you draw my pet steve yep i can draw your big sweaty hog for you for 20 dollars. <laughs> you're gonna need you're gonna need one of them big bristol boards i've got a lot of skin tones and of course, you can hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, you can send me your Jimmy Stewart dick pics or whatever if you want me to draw them for twenty bucks. Uh, whoa, whoa, calm down there. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just want to say that Mariah just messaged me from the other room, and she said, "So much Jimmy Stewart." <laughs> Tell Mariah she's get on this here podcast more often. J- just send her back. Ghost. I'll say it later tonight. <laughs> right when you're about to finish. Semen. All right. And then also, ooh, speaking of Ghostuary, we have our live show coming up. What? You want to come out to uh, Broovies in Ogden on January... Oh, January 8th. It will be The Ghost and the Darkness. Yes! <laughs> Another kitty film in Africa, starring Woo! Batman yeah, and Jack T. Burton. What? You had a real uh, Brendan moment with that calendar there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Have you guys ever uh, wanted to see Val Kilmer almost get eaten by lions at every turn? Yeah. You know, that's a movie that I have yet to see, <gasps> and I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and I kind of want to see it. It's so good. Well, then come on out to Bruby's oh, Theater in so Ogden, good. Utah, January 8th Yes, I, it's just a hop, it's one of, a hop, skip, and a jump. One of my favorite cat murder <laughs> movies. 
Yeah. The cast do a lot of murdering. A lot. Okay. I mean. Yeah. And Val Kilmer still gave a shit back then. <laughs> yeah. Just Wait, you're saying he oh, didn't Jesus. give a shit in the, the snowman? <laughs> Yeah, yes, exactly what I'm saying, Brendan. Uh, yeah, Mariah was sending us some pictures of uh, Star Wars with Nicolas Cage faces. Yeah. What? Yeah, we'll send it to you. Great stuff. Okay. Search the interwebs, kids. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but until next time, I am Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Jimmy. And this is Everything I Learned from, learn from Movies. Movies! Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was my hog. <laughs> <laughs>